What's going on, y'all? It's JD Piquel with On3 today on The Hard Count. Are you buying over seven wins for Arkansas? Welcome into The Hard Count, the people's show for every single thing that you know and that you love about college football. It happens here on a nearly daily basis. Nick Brake doing the heavy lifting. You can help drive the show at my Twitter page, at JD Piquel. The people in Vegas love to cause trouble and love to throw out these futures, these over-under win totals for every team before the season. Arkansas is slated for seven wins. That's the number. Over or under, some I've even seen at six and a half. I just want to pose the question to you. Are you taking Arkansas under or over seven wins? I'm going to tell you how they're built. We're going to break down the offense and the defense. Then we're going to go game by game at the end of this video and tell you how many wins we have Arkansas for right now. Now, I want to make sure this is very clear. This is all subject to change. Like we could get to game four and totally change our opinion about Arkansas. But right now, given what we know about the Razorbacks, are we taking under or over seven wins? Let's start on offense. Five starters coming back. The important thing about that is four of those are on the offensive line. That's crucial. The other piece of this coming back is quarterback KJ Jefferson who is a stud, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions a season ago, did a great job advancing the offense with his legs, and they added a transfer in Jaden Hazelwood from Oklahoma to play receiver because they lost Traylon Burks from a year ago, who was their big play guy, put up ridiculous stats last year. So they got to replace production at receiver. But I'm really thinking this offense is going to be fine, y'all. I know that you lose six starters. That's never a great thing, but this offense is going to be fine. One, because... Arkansas is going to run the football like they did a year ago. Anytime you bring the big boys up front back for another go around, good things usually happen. This unit is another year more seasoned, more experienced, and you have the most important piece of your offense coming back, a pretty important part of the run game as well, like I mentioned with KJ Jefferson, who is a load to bring down. Arkansas ran the ball 63% of the snaps a season ago. Like, they were top 10 in the country. Only the academies, it feels like, were close to that number. So, that tells you what they're going to want to do offensively. They're going to run the football. Now, an interesting stat off of that is that Arkansas was also top 15 in the country a year ago in terms of yards per pass. So, if Jaden Hazelwood can step into the role left by Traylon Burke, they're going to be fine. They're going to be able to still have that big play threat with Jaden Hazelwood if he can step into those shoes and be able to run the football downhill because they got the big boys back up front. Now, I don't know if they'll be five yards a carry good like they were a season ago, but if they can even be close to that, I think Arkansas is going to be just fine offensively. Now, looking to the defensive side of the football, Barry Odom's defensive coordinator, they lost a fair amount on defense. They bring back four starters from a season ago. The good news for Arkansas, a lot of those guys are on the back end. So you return essentially a position unit in the defensive backs uh, from a year ago. So they're more experienced. They're going to be able to play cohesively. The frustration is you, you lost some pieces up front, right? The front seven is going to need to have some rebuilding done to it. Bumper pool is going to be someone that I think they look to a lot in the linebacking court. Drew Sanders was a huge get for them in the transfer portal. A guy who by most accounts is an elite player and would start just about anywhere in the country. The tough part is Alabama, if you get hurt, it's not a guarantee you get your spot back. And so Drew Sanders was playing at Alabama. Like He was a guy who was contributing and playing. I believe he was starting at one point in time for Alabama. 
if you get injured, it's kind of a Wally Pip scenario if you catch my drift. But all that's to say, Drew Sanders and Bumper Pool, I think are going to really spearhead what this defense brings. I think they're going to add a lot of security in the second level of this defense. And they went to the portal as well and tried to sure up that defensive line. So all things considered, I think they'll be fine defensively as well. A lot of it, again, relies on what Bumper Pool and Drew Sanders can bring from a linebacking perspective because that's going to be the heart and soul of your defense. As the linebackers go, a lot of times the defense goes. So that's how they're built, both offensively and defensively. Arkansas, in my humble opinion, is set up for success. So game by game, we're going to go through this and tell you win-loss, 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 and tell you where we see Arkansas ending up. Before we do that, kind note to you as the viewer, subscribe to the channel. We do a lot of things here based on what y'all tell us. And if you subscribe, that ultimately gives us more of a idea of what you want to see. Okay, so we listen to our subscribers and we appreciate you subscribing. Go ahead and hit that. It's extremely free. So the schedule for Arkansas is as follows. They open with Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati, a college football playoff team a year ago, they lose a lot of key pieces from that. The NFL draft was not kind to Cincinnati. I think Arkansas wins that game. Then they get South Carolina at home. No telling what the Gamecocks look like. Spencer Rattler's coming in. He's going to be the quarterback for South Carolina. A lot of buzz around that program. Game two is just a really tricky spot to be in if you're South Carolina because you're still getting your legs under you. You, you, You're probably not where you're going to be at the end of the year. And so I think advantage there is Arkansas, especially with the experience they have on offense. I think they win that game at home. Then you got Missouri State. You win that game. Then you have Texas A&M in Arlington. It's slated as a neutral site game, but any time that a game is played in the state of Texas and you're playing a team that has the state of Texas in their name, it's not, it's not a neutral side, okay? That'll be very much advantage Texas A&M in that game in terms of the crowd. I think they win that game. I think Arkansas has too much, especially up front. If they can just set the tone like they did a year ago, if you watch that tape, Arkansas just made A&M die a very slow death. I think Arkansas wins that game in Arlington. Then you have Alabama. It's a tricky game. It's a tricky game. I mean, anytime you play the Crimson Tide, it's never a good thing. I think Alabama ultimately just has too much firepower, too much depth for Arkansas to win that game. I do think Arkansas keeps it close. I think Arkansas plays them really tough, but ultimately I think Alabama wins that game. So if you're keeping track thus far, we have Arkansas after Alabama sitting at four and one. Not a bad spot to be, given they only have three more games to win before they push that seven win total. Then you have a three-game stretch all on the road at Mississippi State, at BYU, at Auburn. Now, the beautiful thing about college football is any of these teams could get you on any given Saturday. However, Arkansas on paper should be better than all three of these teams. Now, the fact that it's a three-game road stretch gives me some pause as to Arkansas going 3-0. and So let's say that Arkansas goes 2-1 and in those three games. Pick your poison. I don't think they lose to Auburn. If I had to pick one of those games that I think they would lose, it would be at Mississippi State. I mean, going to Stark Vegas, they're going to play a different brand of football than you're used to. I think that could be the one that they drop. BYU is a close second. But ultimately, I don't see them having a losing record in that three-game stretch. So they come out of that thing two and one. That makes them one, two, three, four, six, and two. Not bad. Going with Liberty at home is the next game. They win that game. They get LSU at home the game after. We'll see what LSU is at that point in the year. We still don't know who's playing quarterback. We'll see what's going on at LSU from a 
culture standpoint at, at that point in time in the year because anytime you get a new head coach with Brian Kelly taking over, it might take a second for them to get settled in as well. So by game 10 in the season, what's that locker room look like? I'm not projecting anything on LSU. I'm just saying if you had to bet on one of these teams right now, I think Arkansas is probably the bet you take. So we got them beating LSU. Then you have Ole Miss at home. Ole Miss is going to be explosive on offense. I think Jackson Dart is going to surprise a lot of people. Zach Evans is going to come downhill at you. I think Ole Miss is bringing too much for Arkansas on that Saturday. So I'm taking Ole Miss. And then they go at Missouri to finish the year. That should be a win. So if you're keeping track at home, we got Arkansas blowing that seven-win mark out of the water. Like they should 1,000% destroy seven wins. If, if you get them at six and a half, take that. Take that and put the house on it. Go to the ATM, take out all your money, put that on Arkansas. So we very much like Arkansas over seven wins. Very much like them over six and a half. That's it for us here on The Hard Count. Appreciate you tuning in. As I said before, subscribe to the channel. Follow me on Twitter at JD Pakel. We are going to keep the party rolling, and we will see y'all next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for watching. Subscribe to the channel here to make sure you don't miss an episode of The Hard Count. Also, be sure to check out other videos on the On3 YouTube channel.